For months and months, we were just showcasing this one offer at the end of our 30 minute webinar recording. This offer is like our tried and tested one that we use all over our website homepage and that we've used for years in our email marketing. And so I thought it made sense to do that. But when I changed it, all of a sudden, I saw a 20% lift in conversions. From Boston, Massachusetts, this is Going Live, a show where we talk about the best ways to get your webinars and digital events started and how you can go live, whether it's on an event or even a video, and make it so that you have audiences that are coming back to your show again and again. My name is Faraz Sheik. I'm a growth marketer here in Boston, focused on all things video and technology. That's what excites me. And so in this episode, I'm going to teach you all in a crucial element in any webinar or digital event that you're running. And this isn't just exclusive to those. This is actually very relevant for any presentation you're ever giving to anyone. If you don't have this, you're likely not going to make a strong impact on that person or get results. And at the end of the day, I think we all want to get results for putting time into developing a story for people. All right, so now that I'm no longer you know, opening up my trading apps and investment portfolios every day looking at my GameStop stock, I can, I can focus a little more on one of the most overlooked aspects of webinar creation and live stream creations out there. For example, you're at a conference and maybe it's something in the sciences and you're listening to a speaker talk about the value of sleep or the evolution of sleep in society across animals and humans. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because I'm reading a book called Why 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 We Sleep by Matthew Walker, but that's that's a whole other story and conversation. The the speaker and the present presenter can get wrapped up in this this content of scientific education, right? They might go into this entire topic about the genes uh, have, that have evolved through sleep and how it impacts your, your heart, your health conditions, how it reduces cancer, all that. And then the presentation ends. Okay, now hundreds of people are just captivated by that speaker in the room, but what are they doing next, right? Now maybe this is a conference and they're going on their next day looking for their lunch spot and thinking about, okay, with a chicken teriyaki that they're gonna order from the food truck. But did the presentation have any value? Did it have any impact? Maybe one out of 100 people in the room might raise their hand, come to you and say, this is great, where can I go to learn more? Or this is great, like, can I buy your product or service? Like, that's not gonna happen often. And this is the missing link in most great presentations in the world, the call to action. It's one of the most simple and effective tools in any marketer's playbook out there. The call to action, often referred to as the CTA, is when you tell the viewer, the audience, what to do next. You give them an action to take based off of your expertise and judgment. If you want to see some of the best call to actions ever done, go turn on your TV late night on cable television. I don't know who, who's doing that nowadays, but turn, turn that on uh, after midnight and look at some infomercials. If not, even better, go to YouTube right now and look up some like one of the funniest infomercials you've heard of that's been in your mind for a while. Like, Look at the sham wow infomercial. Watch it for two minutes and notice very carefully what that guy or gal in the video is doing. 
In the ShamWow commercial, he's going to tell you buy now. He's going to say call 1-800-555-7324. He's going to say those words because those are those call to actions that are going to make an impact and an impression on you. It's going to if you have any level of interest, you're all of a sudden going to think Oh, maybe I should call that. Maybe I should go there. Maybe I should buy now. And it's it sounds so simple and intuitive, but it's often so overlooked because people just get wrapped up in the story that they want to tell. So this is why I make it an effort in every webinar I've worked on with people to bake this into a template. What I tell folks is, hey, you have your agenda slide, right? You're gonna do an introduction on yourself and the company. Then you're gonna have a couple of points on whatever the, the topic and I, things you want to educate your folks on. And almost always, like number five in my agenda or number six in my agenda, agenda, I'll always have two words there. It'll say next steps. Always have that. I always have at least two to three minutes dedicated at the end of any presentation to tell the viewers to do something next. So here's an example of a, of a strong call to action. I've been working at a company called Formlabs. They manufacture 3D printers, right? These are physical 3D printing machines and we sell them to businesses. And before a business wants to evaluate to purchase a printer, an often thing they want to do is test out the material that it can print on and actually get a feel for the material that you can 3D print with. So an easy way to do that is to ship a sample part of a 3D print to someone who's interested. This has been a classic offer that we've used on our website for so many years. I think for over five, six years, you can go on our website homepage. It's the equivalent of going to a fabric store or arts and crafts website and being able to request a sample of, of some material that you wanna work with before ordering the entire block of material or 100 meters of fabric that you're about to order. Similar kind of concept. So in our webinars, we just honestly reuse that main offer at the end, right? We would tell people like, hey, this was a, we had such a great time presenting this information to you. Now, if you wanna learn more about these printers, one thing you can do is request one of these parts and it's a 3D printed object. We'll, we'll ship it to you for free. Now, not every company is able to do what we're doing. You know, They might not have some type of free part that's part of the sales process to ship people, right? There's not an equivalent for every industry out there. But another common you know, call to action for folks is contact our sales team, talk to our sales team, request a quote. And that does not take a lot of time to do, but it's so worth doing because someone's just listened to your presentation for probably 45 minutes, right? Now you're taking the time, whether just one minute or two minutes, you've earned that respect. You've earned that trust from that viewer to now give your plug. You're not at this point that if you've developed, if you've developed a really good presentation, that's not super salesy, you've educated them, earned their trust. And now you're giving that two minute slot to yourself that they're going to respect. They're not going to be like, ah, oh, this person's a bit scammy and spammy. They're going to think, oh yeah, this is their method of telling us where we can go now if, if, I'm, if I'm interested in taking that step. And that's all it takes. Spend two to three minutes on that call to action slide and it'll set you up for success. Now, I actually have a funny story about, about call to actions. For a while, I thought this sample part offer was the best thing I could tell people to do, to do next. And so when we would air a live webinar, we would then you know package it up, edit it a bit, and put it online and host it on like this custom video player. And 
we would actually track who watched it. Even better than that, we would actually have these custom like links show up on the on-demand video so that someone could take action based off of what we were saying. So almost always at the end of these webinar recordings, these, these on-demand webinars, in the last five minutes, we would have a little link that'll pop up and it would say, request a sample, right? It would tell people to take that action. Now, what's cool is we could actually measure this in the video player traffic and I saw on average over maybe two to three percent of a click-through rate again after again for any person who ended up at that you know 45 minute mark at the end of the webinar recording. So this meant you know about two or three out of every hundred people who were watching this video took an action. So they went to that request a sample page. Now this is classic marketing metrics 101, right? It's not a huge surprise. Two to three percent makes makes sense. It's not not that fascinating. But I did an experiment. One day I decided instead of actually telling people to go request this part, which is which might take a little bit more of an effort for someone, or might might have a little bit of a barrier for them. I thought, why not actually tell them to go watch another webinar? Why not tell them to go watch a webinar about our 3D printer, a demo, a demo webinar? And I didn't think that would be more practical or it would have a better you know, return on investment for us. But when I looked back at the stats, I did this test for about three weeks. I looked back at the data and those last five minutes, I sent a link that said, watch this demo. It turns out that link, watch this demo, got a 20, over 20% click-through rate. That is just fascinating to me. I saw over 20% lift in conversions compared to that sample part offer just by telling people to go watch another webinar or another video. Now, this learning told me something important. It told me sometimes when people are in their buying journey or their educational journey, they'll want to take the next action that is most convenient for them. So if they're watching a video, there's a good chance they'll want to watch another video. It's kind of how YouTube and all those other video streaming uh, networks out there work or Facebook or Instagram videos work. When you're done watching that video, another video autoplays and it comes into your queue in the next couple seconds. So it's something that might seem super obvious, but just isn't done all the time. So I really, advise you to explore different call to actions that you can take and to challenge the status quo of what you think will actually work because in this situation got a one out of five people started clicking that link whereas only two out of a hundred people were clicking it before now how hypocritical would it be for me to end this podcast episode without also giving you all listeners today a call to action right so to effectively make a call to action, you have to take the time and space to do it, use action verbs, and tell people to go to a concrete next step destination. But also complementary to that is the entire message and story that you put in the presentation leading up to it. Because if you've crafted that presentation really well, your offer is most likely gonna land pretty well. So I actually have a webinar I made called How to Craft an Extremely Memorable Presentation. The whole idea behind it is that once people have listened to it, they're not gonna just forget about it and think about the next thing that's on Netflix that night. They're probably gonna think about your presentation for days or weeks to come after. So it's about a 20 minute uh, webinar I made, it's on demand. It's on my website at professional-webinar 
that is one word professional then dash webinars plural webinars.com professional-webinars.com on the top right hand side of that website you'll see a you know we'll click learn that link learn will take you directly to this webinar check it out watch it and let me know what you think i'd love your feedback and if you have any questions about call to actions how this works in your presentations and if you're struggling with them or struggling with a, a way to actually extract more value from your audience let me know shoot me an email at forest at professionalwebinars.com i'd be happy to give you some pointers anytime also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, please click subscribe or follow on the show so you don't miss the next episode. Take care.